back, YouTubers. I am Jason Worsma. That is Michael Stansford. This is Tankers Fantasy Football, and we are going to break down five running backs to avoid for this upcoming NFL fantasy football season out there. So you're just, these are the type of dudes that you're just going to let somebody else in your league draft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to lead it off with the Philadelphia Eagles running back Jay Ajayi. Oh, it's darkness for a man. Talking about a 14.6 point PPR high mark. Right? High water mark. Last year he scored 14.6 in that week two because week one they got hurricaned out. So week two was their first game of the season. He went out there and got you 14.6, which is, you know, signs of life. But that was the high fucking watermark on the season. The other guy only had two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving. I mean, my goodness. I just don't know what to think about this Eagle backfield. Corey commenced saying that he deserves more touches, and I believe him. I mean, he kind of does. You see, you like what you see out of Corey Clement out there, man. I mean, my God, the kid's got the juice in his legs out there. They're bringing Darren Sproles back, so this is going to be at least a three-headed monster situation. Derek Sproles will be getting his on third and longs, and I think they might be giving... I mean, Corey Clement, I think, looks spryer than Ajayi out there. I think they may be giving... It may come to that mid-season mark where you start seeing a guy like Corey Clement start out-touching Ajayi on a game-to-game basis. You know, see him coming on kind of strong. And, too, as you said, man, with the, with the three guys in that backfield, it's it's impossible to crystal ball this one. No one guy really stands out, I think, as any one particular thing, with the exception of Sproles, I assume, would be their passing down back. But... We don't know that, you know. We just don't know. His average draft position is like forty overall, so that's like a what a uh, mid mid third rounder yeah. in a twelve team league. Yeah, and you're talking his high his high point too, going going at the going at the back end of the second round. I mean, that seems awful, awful rich. I mean, you're looking at it and you're seeing guys like Darius Geis, who's the rookie for the Redskins. You're seeing guys like Rashad Penny, who is the Seahawk rookie out there going in the fifth round and you just got to be thinking that if i just wait around i would much rather take a shot on one of these rookies with high ceilings yeah. and roll with a guy like jay Ajayi. absolutely absolutely and if for no other reason then you know you're looking at those guys as that they've got basically the the foothold on their respective respective jobs yeah i mean if Eagles, you, if you ask me, i mean if you about i mean how can you say that jay Ajayi is going to get more touches on the season than either of those two yeah. guys. I mean, Rashad yeah. Penny, I think that's already out the door. I think you can write down Penny for more touches than Ajayi. I so. And, I mean, Geis, I mean, I know the Redskins are kind of a uh, play to piss shit fire on themselves, <laughs> but you got to think that Fat Rob and some uh, and Pirine oh. are just fucking, they're fucking middle-of-the-road yeah. talent guys, yeah. NFL-wise, and I just think that Geis, I think, they, I think the Redskins got a steal in this I draft, and I think he's going to come in there and just take this position over for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Break down another running back to avoid. We're going to go Carlos Hyde. Woo! What do we, what do you, what do you even say about Carlos Hyde out there? I mean, he kind of the type of guy last year was depending on his pass catching ability, but now he's moving into Cleveland where Duke Johnson definitely has a chokehold on the running back pass catching department. They they go out and bring in they draft Nick Chubb and oh, man. I mean, if you're looking at Man. which running back should I own, you know, that's not Duke Johnson for the Cleveland Browns it's, in the PPR. Got to be Chubb. I think you got to wait that couple rounds and get yeah. Chubb at a get a little get a slightly cheaper price on the old oh, Chubb. Absolutely, I think he's going to be someone that's probably going to be you know a bit overlooked just for being on the Browns. And I mean, my God. I mean, I wouldn't expect really any of them necessarily. I mean, you might get back in 
RB2, you know, high-end flex RB3 out of Duke Johnson. Hey, yeah. But I just don't know what to expect out of Hyde and Chubb to either open the season or, yeah. you know, as the season goes along, who knows what these guys' is, uh, uh, touch split's going to be. Oh, I know. And, I mean, we've kind of seen what we've seen out of Carlos Hyde. I'm, I'm, I am in, interested to see him in Cleveland, but I think, too, Chubb, you know, if, if – if, one guy I think is going to run away with the majority of those touches. It's Chubb, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy any yeah. means, You know, spend spend them, pay the price for him. Guy who finished second in Spark in the uh, combine behind Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb, and I think that's the type of guy that can come in there and just steal the workload from a guy like Carlos Hyde. Another player to avoid in PPR leagues going to go Marshawn Lynch. I mean, this guy went out there. He did, you know, he did okay with the had like the four point three yards per carry last year. He had the two hundred seven carries for the eight hundred ninety one yards. Had the seven touchdowns. But if you look into it, we're talking about PPR. This guy only had twenty receptions last season. It's kind of dark. The other thing too. I mean, Doug Martin. You know, Marshawn Lynch took a pay cut to essentially ensure his roster spot. Yeah. And you know, you gotta you gotta be thinking if you're even considering and in your draft, which I hope you're not. But if you are, I mean, you got to think about the former artist known as uh, Muscle Hamster. Yeah, and this, I mean, Lynch just didn't really offer even much last year. He's getting longer in the tooth as we speak. He had six games with one reception. He had three games <laughs> with zero reception. So that's nine games. We're talking about one reception or fewer. He only had three games in PPR. In PPR, over 14 fantasy points last year, and he had six games under 9.2 PPR points last year. I mean, year. I don't see how if you're if you're running him out there, where you can even bank on him catching a single pass in PPR, let alone whatever whatever yeah. touches he might. It's see. end zone or bust it's for a guy be. like Marshawn. Gotta be, gotta be. I mean, and we're are, even looking for double digit PPR. He's always gonna have to find <laughs> his ass in the end zone. <laughs> Scary, scary Busey out there. And two, I mean, you're talking about a guy who's going, you know, 77th overall. So where's where's that put him in a 12 team league? Uh, uh, mid uh, mid six. Yeah, mid six, I think. Ish. Right around mid six. You know, his his high points been about the in the back end of about the third Sixth, round. Sixth, early seventh. His his high points in the back end of the third with a low point. His ADP as far as his ADP is concerned in the. Uh, Kind of middle back end of the ninth round. I mean, if you could get who him in are the ninth, these fucking jokers yeah, that's spinning the second to the last pick in the third round on Carlos oh Hyde? My God, when you're talking about you know a guy like Rashad Rashad Penny who's going, going a little middle fifth, yeah, who's going you know a little earlier there, but still, I, I would I would again with just the the workload split alone, my God, that is just ridiculous. Ugh. Ugh. Another running back to avoid for this upcoming fantasy season. We're going with a guy who has changed locations from Denver to Carolina. We're going to give it to C.J. Anderson. So if you're looking at it and they're saying he's just going to take over for Jonathan Stewart, then you look at Jonathan Stewart's numbers <laughs> last year, and that scares the shit out of you, boy. <laughs> if you're saying Jonathan Stewart had 198 carries, he had 680 yards, he had three touchdowns. So, you know, he's fucking around with right about that three and a half yards of carry. We'll say, we'll say C.J. Anderson can push that shit over four. So what, he's looking at 200 carries. For like 800 yards, say he gets those six touchdowns. But if you're looking at you go, then you go and you look at how many receptions Jay Stu had last year. We're talking about eight fucking receptions oh. on the entire season. Oh. Oh. And you know they're given every every bit of receiving that is the Carolina Panthers running back situation Smack. is going through Christian McCaffrey. Absolutely. They're not fucking scheming ways to throw a guy like C.J. Anderson the football out of the backfield when they got a, when they got a Christian McCaffrey 
Yeah, and I think, too, you know, CJ's purpose is, is pretty clear. I mean, yeah, you know, slot him into the old J-Stew role, but as, you know, as you just said, I mean, my God, what's it got? Yeah, I mean, that's just something you probably yeah. don't want to be fucked around <sighs> and touching at this point. Our last running back to avoid, we've shit on him before because the Titans have brought in Deion Lewis talking about Derrick Henry. And if he's looking to share carries again like he did last season, that's scaring the shit out of me because if you that's look scary. at his shit, he had 11 games. We're talking about 11 games where he finished with single-digit PPR uh, points. And that's with DeMarco Murray basically Sharon on Dunn. the stretcher. I mean, they had two games when DeMarco Murray didn't play, and he didn't really look like he was doing dick all. I mean, the only reason that he had a couple of big games throughout the end of the season there because he broke off a long reception, and then he broke off a long run at the end of that Colts game to make it look oh, like he was fucking doing something out there. <laughs> but other than that, he was doing jack all. I mean, my God. You got a guy right now going about 30th overall talking about a with a high point and one of the as being about the third pick in the second round i know he's a, he's a third rounder who who are who are excuse me who are who are these people who are these people that are doing this out i mean that's just that's just bloody insanity because you're looking at it, you've got a guy like what Kenyon drake sitting like around after him and you've got to think a guy like Kenyon drake i mean frank gore is there but frank gore is is dead <laughs> They are they're dusting off the, the old dirty corpse of Frank Gore Ugh. and and giving Ugh. him a little send off into the sunset Ugh. in his home state of Florida where he paid college for the U. I mean that's all we're fucking yeah. talking about here. Yeah, that's all Frank that. Gore is doing. I view it as you know when those players sign these like three day deals so they can retire right. as a bear, retire as whoever the fuck else. That's what I see it as. But no, he's no. still putting out oh, a yeah. fucking football he's uniform trying. on oh. Sunday. Oh, he's trying, baby. Which is beyond belief. I don't know. The reason behind that. All right. <laughs> this has been the top, I mean, the five running backs to avoid. If you like the cut of our jib, give us a subscribe. Give us a share. Tell your friends out there. Hey, if anybody no you way. missed that you think is just a shit block, fucking dirt wagon, fucking trucker piece of shit, <laughs> you fucking let us know in the comment section and we'll have a little discussion about maybe how he should have been included on our five running backs to avoid list. How that, man? Cheeseburger.